Hey, everybody, we are back with another episode. This is your girl, Amber. Hey, hey, it's Kay. And Nigel. And we are going to be talking about self-love today. Um, I really do feel like it's something that people talk about, but we really don't go in depth with it. Um, So just like kind of kicking it off right off the back, one of the things that I wanted to talk uh, to you guys about today is oftentimes, and this is just my perspective, what I've seen, um, what I've read when people are talking about self-love. And obviously, you guys can tell me if you have seen or experienced differently. Mm -hmm. But when people talk about self-love or how to love yourself, um, I feel like they're always talking about you know, get your hair done and pretty much like the image, right? Right. Like physical acts to yourself, whether that be getting your hair done, get your eyebrows done, get your nails done, go get a massage. Um, These are different ways to quote unquote show love. Right. But I don't feel like people are talking enough about how to forgive yourself uh, for certain mistakes, how to um, be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. You know, how to um, just really, truly getting in touch with who you are. And the reason that I think that is so important is because self may not like to go get my nails done. (laughs) Okay, personally, I do. But (laughs) I'm the one that doesn't. I don't do it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody. Right. Nobody will enjoy that. And everybody has the same way of loving themselves. Mm -hmm. And so when you only focus on the acts. I feel like you're really, truly missing loving yourself because you have to love yourself in the way you're going to receive it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like in order to really get there, you have got to, one, forgive yourself. So, for instance, um, with any and everything, something didn't go as planned or the way you want it to. And instead of being like, you suck, you could have did better. Why didn't you do this? Just like, it's a learning, you know, it's a learning curve, lesson learned. Um. So one of my questions to you guys is what do you think about or what do you think one of the most important pieces of self-love is? So for me, obviously, I think it's forgiving, getting to know yourself, like your true, authentic, the raw you. And I think it is um, learning yourself. Yeah, I think that's what it would be for me. It's just those things. Um, for me, um, mine is to not be so hard on myself Mm -hmm. because, you know, I am about to be 34 and I'm not where I wanted, where I thought I would be at 34. Right. Um, looking back on what I thought I would be at 34, I thought I would be farther along in life, farther along financially, relationship wise, whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, I just farther along in general. Um, so for me, it's, um, I've always been super hard on my, like I should be here. Like I shouldn't still be doing this and, um, I shouldn't still be struggling with this. And, you know, I go to my friends and or my family and they're like, I'm like, I'm 34. I should have my, my shit together. You know what I mean? More than I already do. And then I have friends saying, I might, my family is more like saying, but you're only 34. Right. And I'm like, but yeah, I'm 34. You like, know what do I mean? you not hear me? Like, so, do you not like, understand the urgency? Right. And they're like, you're still yeah. a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm 34 is not a kid, but like, not a kid. but you know, the generation um, before us, they weren't getting their first house to like 40 and they yeah. weren't. So they're mm-hmm. probably I'm creeping like, up there, but you it's got just all like, the time in the world. Yeah. yeah. So I, I my self love is trying to 
overcome that expectation of I should be father not not have a a drive or not want those things though but just not being so hard on myself especially with the the economical and social climate that we're in Mm -hmm. now and even the last five years or whatever um I'm I graduated college in 2009 which is the hardest time Mm -hmm. anyone has ever had to deal with because uh, the economic crisis happened that that year right so uh, I don't feel like um, uh, so I still have to deal with that stuff so one thing that I just want to piggyback on yours really quickly before we get Nigel's point of view is do you feel like okay so I feel like with being patient with yourself as well as um, not being hard on yourself is a balance yeah you know because sometimes I feel like that's a motive as well. Yeah. You know, totally. to push forward, to overcome. So when you are practicing self-love and not being hard on yourself, how do you go through that forgiveness, being impatient? It didn't work out that way. But then keeping that motive to keep striving for that goal. Like, how do you personally handle yourself with care? And yeah, I it's it's hard. It's a hard balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're almost I'm like at the circus on a tightrope kind mm. of because the tandem thinking back and forth Mm -hmm. um, can be really stressful. Um, I've gotten to points where I feel like I have to reinvent myself because the, the path that I chose, I sometimes question. Yes. So now it goes going back to my age. I'm like, dang, I, I have to start all the way over again. Mm -hmm. I'm 34. Like, like I, some people might think that's young, but it's just like, to me, that's not young. Right. I, I, the thought of starting over terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's not just that. It's just also the financial. I'm already in debt, you know, from school. And, you know, I, the job market wasn't what I was always told. We always got um, told this pipe dream when I was a kid. You know what I mean? College is the way. That's yeah. the way. There's no other way. You know, you can make two more million dollars more in your lifetime than in someone who just goes gets through high school so it's like college was not an option for mm-hmm. me you know so I did what I did and then it took me almost a year to find a job after college because the market crashed right you know what I mean so then I debt 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 that has you well know, I feel compounded. like even kids that are graduating today it's more so like um they go to school and now they have the degree but now employers want two to three years of experience oh yeah right. so, so it's, it's like, like how am I supposed to know how i supposed to get this how am i going to be young to where you are interested in yeah. me you know have a four-year degree and have a two to three mm. year experience within that field it's like yeah i'm not gonna lie i went on a job um board a couple of days ago and they wanted a master's degree in criminal justice i have a criminal justice degree not a master's degree but Mm -hmm. a bachelor's degree they wanted a master's degree criminal justice and they wanted five years experience but the salary was still only forty two thousand dollars no no are you you want a master's degree and five years experience but your starting wage is only forty two thousand dollars a year there are so many positions that you don't even have to have a degree let alone a master's you've lost your damn mind 
Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, Nigel, how do you feel? Like, what do you think is one of the most important foundations or one of the most important parts of like self-love, self-love or loving yourself? For me, it's for my mental state. Mm-hmm. Me as my mental state. Um, and, and becoming great and how to get there. Okay, can you elaborate a little bit? So, for me, with the mental state, because in my family, we've had a lot of um, mental, you know, um, problems, issues, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, with me personally, I have panic attacks sometimes. Okay. So, it's getting to learn of, you know, why those panic attacks start and, you know, what can I do to help those panic attacks and, you know, when my mind start racing, why is my mind racing? Mm-hmm. So, self-love for me um would be to just find those triggers and and understand why those things are happening mm-hmm. and and attack them before yeah. it starts um and then also learning about the things that I like to do right what new so I'm squirrel right so <laughs> I I was sitting here talking to you earlier mm-hmm. you know I'm now doing you know, pure romance. I have my online book, um, online clothing. Um, yeah. Trying to, you know, figure out new jobs. Um, partnering with people. She um, don't sit down. I don't sit down. Like I'm always <laughs> doing something. My husband was like, woman. "What mm-hmm. are you doing?" He was like, one day he said, "Like, are you trying to take over the world?" I'm like, "Absolutely, I'm trying yeah. to take over the world." <laughs> right. Um. So, and I've never had that. I never had passion mm-hmm. to want to do any of these things because I've always just been mom or sister. Yeah. You know, I've never, I've never had time to take out and and find out what I wanted to do. So for, for you, the question that I have is how do you, how do you practice that patience and self-love in that aspect of, okay, so I'm trying to find myself. I'm trying to find out the things that I love about me. I'm trying to discover who I am and not be like, well, you should have already figured this out by now. Or like mm-hmm. Kay said, have that battle of the age or where you think you should be. How do you still continue to put yourself in positions to try new things and be open? Because even myself, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I haven't hit 30 yet, mm-hmm. but I, even I'm like, girl, you don't have time to be trying to figure that out. <laughs> Stick to what you know no, and yeah. just maximize the money. So how do you practice that? So I went through that whole thing too. Like I was like, when I'm 30, I need to be married and I need to have my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so stuck on that. Like that was the thing. Like if I, I married and have my house. Yeah. And, you know, when I didn't have those things, I did go through a depression because I'm like, I should be, those are those are my goals. I'm very goal oriented. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have, I think I, I had the husband, but I didn't have the house. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, what's going on? I felt myself. I felt my family. Mm-hmm. So I had to actually learn, you know, that God will give you things when it's time for you to have them. Yeah. yeah. And don't push don't push what he's ready, what he has planned for you. Right. And I had when I get like that, then that's when I go to my spiritual side. Mm-hmm. It's so I, important. I have I have like five sides, so <laughs> I had to go to the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. The spiritual Naja will yeah. say, you know, hey, slow down, mm-hmm. take a breather. It wasn't meant to be. Right. And then once you know the brain. And everybody thinks the same way. Um, then I, I slow down and I'm like, okay, you know, that wasn't meant for me to 
do that right now. It wasn't meant for me to have that house. It wasn't meant for me to be married at this time. It wasn't meant for me to start that business. Yeah. You know? And, you know, that hurts my feelings because you me i have a couple of other girlfriends where i think it's more so with women i think guys have um goals and things too Mm -hmm. but women we typically start to feel like we failed as a woman if we're not married by 30 if we don't have that house if we don't have our kids because i know women who went all the way and got masters and phds who have yet to bear a child because she took her school and her career seriously and now she's like the one thing a woman does Right. Give birth and I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. she starts to. Because society is giving her a side eye. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I'm saying yeah. like it, it hurts my feelings because women are like, I'm 30. Almost like you feel like your better years are gone. Yeah. Or, right. Like I'm obligated at this year. I'm supposed to be doing this. But guys don't have that. They, they don't, don't start even taking things. Ser- my husband. Right. My husband's 30 and he's just like. All right, now I'm going to start. <laughs> you know, now I'm going to get this together. And, oh, yeah, I probably should get a house, too. But see, the thing right. You know, this, he like, don't have that pressure that women feel. Yeah, like I had, I I tell my sisters the stuff that they should be doing, you know, now mm-hmm. that I think I should have been doing at 20. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like one of those, okay, well, you need to have a 401k. I never had a 401k. I was like, I need all my money and I need my money now. Like, I'm not yeah. doing a 401k. Girl, mm-hmm. I don't believe in 401k. And I'm like, and I'm telling my sisters, you need to have a 401k. <laughs> you need to have an IRA, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So it's just, you know, you, you just don't, you just don't know. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a feeling. We, we want to have, um, those things because like she's like Kay said we just see it we mm-hmm. society is telling us that these yeah. are the things that we should have right. and i think some of those things it brings a, a woman down because you're seeing like your fellow person or even a person you don't like mm-hmm. are doing the things that you want to do mm-hmm. it's like well damn why i'm not there yet and i think that's why it's so important for you to truly get to know your authentic self right. and obviously like women are on different pages um I'm 27 and I'm really just now getting to a point to be able to because I had my baby early. Yeah. Um, I was 18 when I had my first daughter and I've never not once put her on my mom. I've never not once. Nobody else has taken care of my child but me. Yeah. But at that time frame where, okay, you went off to college and had a ball. You know what I'm saying? At that age, yeah. I was like, all right, how can I do school and go to work? And then right. I was like, okay, I can't, so I need to go to work, but now I need to make sure I got a job that got benefits. Right. And so I've always been, like, trying to groom myself to better take care of my child. And then I got in a relationship with my husband, and he came with two more kids. So the little bit of time I had for myself that I got to do my hair, yeah, you know, that I got to practice the physical acts of self-love, that was taken away because now I'm going to help you with your daughter because I felt yeah. like that's what, as a woman, as a mother – I'm supposed to do so mm-hmm. I'll take time for me mm-hmm. to give to her and then I wanted to make sure that I was showing my husband that oh look I, I have all these wifely qualities and I didn't realize that I kept taking and taking from me so right. with everything that we've um, stated I feel like that's why it's so important to get to know who you are and the earlier the better yes. you know when she's young and you can Stop and be by yourself for a little bit, you know, to ask yourself, like, do you really want to do this? Um, And that kind of brings me into um, one of our other questions um, is, do you guys feel guilty when you tell someone no or when you put yourself 
um, when you put yourself first and why do you think that is? So I'll go first. I typically only feel guilty when it's people that I truly love. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be, I really feel the most guilty, obviously, with um, my children um, because they don't understand a lot because mm-hmm. they're so young. And then I feel like I'm, I have an obligation to my children that I'm still trying to figure that out, mm-hmm. you know, balancing that mother and that woman mm-hmm. um, yes. and trying to keep them separate. Um, but even with my husband, right, like my husband will do some things and it'll bother me and I feel like he's being selfish or whatever I may feel but then I'm like but I can't tell him no because that's my husband right you know and then ultimately the only other people are my girlfriends and it's because I'm like I always try to reciprocate yeah you know so I feel like sometimes we love other people more than we love ourselves honestly I'm more worried about letting you down than I am about making myself uncomfortable or letting me down yeah um so what about you guys like how do you do you feel guilty when you say no or when you put yourself first? You want to go first? Sure. Uh, yes. Um, I've talked about this before. I very much feel like I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always feel like. You are. Uh, she always trying to give somebody a break, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like I have the weight of the world on me. And that is just not something that I've gotten in, in adulthood. You ask my mom. I've been like this since I could walk. Yeah. Um, so. I'm always last, you know, I, mm-hmm. I've always just been that way. I'm always, I'm a caretaker. I'm a mm-hmm. lover. I'm a supporter. I, I, uh, it's just me. And, and it, it always comes out to, Oh no, you know, you've got this and you've got a family. So right. it's just me. Like, it's okay. I'm, I'm good. And Let you me, even you do know, that a lot like, with me and your friendship. You do that often. Uh, I think it's just, it's just innate in me. I'm a, giver giver which is crazy because i'm a giver yeah so like for you like with being that person that is often the caretaker you know being that person that's always strong for somebody else because Kay is definitely um so obviously you guys know like Kay is one of my best friends and she's also family so she is always like you need a shoulder here it is you know and not often do you'll hear about things she goes through but not often do you get to hear like this hurt me or whatever she don't try to put that on somebody else but she's always like oh you know you can tell me and I'm here for you just tell me what you need so with you being that person yeah how do you care for yourself in those vulnerable states when you've put yourself in that position um it's it's hard even I think it I have that characteristic even to a fault Mm -hmm. because I suffer in silence Mm. Um, now are you like that with significant others with family with even friends? even with yeah uh, so it's just all the way around it's so it's something that's always just been there I've always just kind of and I don't know how to even now like I still don't really know how to change it like or it's just it it's not my go-to like it's my go-to like mm-hmm. it's not something that I do consciously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just like it's just part of me you know so like it's, my partner now Mm-hmm. Um, she has even in the small amount of time that we've been together has shown me that oh well, so when is it your turn or when is it your time or when is it you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's I important mean, for you even though she can be the like biggest that. brat ever <laughs> um, she I has love you. Yeah, yeah Um, she has been able to be like okay 
oh, so you've done your your part. So why are you still putting so much energy in that, or mm-hmm. a, a whatever the situation is? Mm-hmm. Because I can it can get to the point where it's just like at like I've made myself stressed out mm-hmm. wow. about something that really is not for me to be stressed out for. You know what I mean? So I think I'm still learning how mm-hmm. to have those limits and those boundaries because sometimes it's a boundaries thing absolutely and and it's um, hard because sometimes when people are close you don't want to give them boundaries but they're so important well it's because it's like because i love you right why wouldn't i help right why wouldn't i do this or that like especially if i've got it Mm -hmm. if i've got the money or the time or whatever it is but see i think your issue would not be the money or time it's going to be the fact that you take that situation on as on, it's, um, yours. it's yours so it's completely to, draining for you yeah it's preaching to the choir and ask my mother that's yeah it, it and it is and i don't know that it's draining it until i'm depleted mm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't realize it until that stress is gone and I'm like oh my gosh like it feels like a thousand pounds just got off of me right like I don't I guess I don't know when that where that line is sometimes I think that's the point like so so you do feel guilty and as far as the way that you are trying to practice that self-love and trying to yeah. put yourself first it's just one of those things that you're still working on you're yeah. still learning and I think it also comes from I'm the oldest I've always kind of taken care of my brother and sister. It's always, I've always had a, a, you know, even though my parents are divorced, Mm -hmm. I have a wonderful stepmom, you know, but I've always been in homes where both parents worked. That's just the way it was, you know? So I had to pick up that slack Mm -hmm. when it came to my younger brothers and sister. I never thought about it And I think from, you know, I've been staying home alone with my brother and sister since I was like eight years old. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know so i i think that was something that i just kind of had to grow up a little earlier than if somebody stayed home well that's you know what i mean but i think that's a lot of people brother. my oldest brother you know? was like that i swear he's been growing my whole life and we're <laughs> right like six years apart but that's yeah. how i felt because he picked up the slack yeah. yeah um so nigel what about you like do you feel guilty when you tell someone no or when it's time to put you first i i used to now i don't Okay, so how did you overcome it? What was the clicking factor for it you? It was more of people around me. Like, people around me would say, hey, I think you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I think you need to, like, slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been that way. Same, like, with UK, I've took care of my sisters. My sisters mm-hmm. call me sister mom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'm tight um, family-oriented. Mm-hmm. Very, very family-oriented. So... You know, I try to do everything that I can when it comes to my family. If there's anything that's slacking, I try to fill it. Mm-hmm. And um, it so does, you're a fixer. I'm a fixer. I'm definitely a fixer. Mm-hmm. And I can relate with that. Yeah, and you know, and that's just due to when I think, you know, touching on what Kay said is the same. Like I took care of my sisters when you know they were young. Um, practically helped my mom raise them, and then I had a kid. Right. So it was always me. Um, taking care of somebody so I'm a fixer and a protector and a uh you know parent mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm all of that all the time 
and I just always want to help people. Right. So when it came to like, I just got stressed out one day and I was like, you know, I'm putting everybody what I call a blacklist. And when I go on a blacklist, I'm not talking to anybody for two to three weeks. Right. <laughs> and, and that goes for my mom too. And she was like, well, I don't go on a blacklist. Yes, you do. You go on a blacklist. And for me, when I put, when I put people on a blacklist, I, I, it's just, that's myself. I just need to calm down. I need to pull myself back. I need to re-negotiate with Naja inside. Mm -hmm. so at least you have a back. limit. At least you just pause. I don't know I how have, to. I didn't have that. I don't know how to pause. So, like, I'm like, when somebody, because, like, pretty much what I'm getting from what you're saying is, like, at the end of the day, I have to protect my peace mm -hmm. and my mental yeah. and yep. my aura. You know what I'm saying? So, let me get a break away from you, and then I'll come back. Yep. I don't never come back. My thing is like <laughs> yeah. wrote off. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. not, that's, it's obviously not necessarily the best quality to have. Mm -hmm. um, I don't do well with like quote unquote makeups. Yeah. No matter what the relationship, you could be my mama. Yeah. You could be a best friend that I kicked it with every day. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And if it got to a point where I felt like you were toxic or you meant me some type of harm, my issue so I can be a very petty person and I'm working <laughs> on it, y'all. My thing be like, you didn't have to do me the way you did and you chose to. That yeah. choice bothers the hell out of me. Yeah. The fact that you chose to hurt me and you had all other alternatives. <laughs> right. And you chose that route. I can't get over that. And then I just be like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. If I get that if I cut you off, I cut you off, period. And and people know that for certain. Like I'm the I can be the most nicest person ever in the world. I'll give you the shirt off my back, but you go the other that's a Pisces, a Pisces thing. But my, my issue is I can that. but my issue is I can miss that person and I will still not Yeah. Like and I feel like that's where it becomes a fault. Yeah. When you miss this person, obviously they weren't all bad. Yeah. You know, when you are longing for some type of relationship, obviously. Right. You know, there was something in that, but I personally can't get over um one that you didn't have to do me that way and you chose to, mm -hmm. or the aspect of I wouldn't have done you that way. Right. Those that's are things that expectation I have of other people to that golden rule, do unto me like you want me to do to exactly. you. Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When I treat you this way, I expect it in return. So them two mindsets alone yeah. fuck me up. And I just be like, <laughs> that's it. See, <laughs> I, I wish I had I had that. Like, I, I don't think I've ever had anybody, like, just really do me completely, completely dirty. Mm -hmm. okay. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why. But, like, I, I don't have that cutoff. Like, I've I've never had to encounter where I'm like, you know what? You're done. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I've had instances where I'm like, okay, I need to step away from this or I need to step back from this and we might can readdress this later. But I've... But I, don't, I, I also don't feel like you don't take things personal either. I think you yeah. do a very good job. And this is based off of the conflict that I've seen you with, um, mm -hmm. with a couple of friends, mutual or not. Yeah. The way that you handle them is always so understanding. You truly are one of those people that will put yourself in someone else's shoes. And we were talking earlier. Well, if it was me, you know, I would want it to be this way. Right. And I think that gives you an, a level of understanding that I think sometimes <laughs> – you don't need to be understanding. Yeah. <laughs> you are not the only person that thinks that either though. So I feel like I don't have, like, I don't, 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know when. I think it's to a fault. Like I don't. You're just know not a mean, to, like conflict person. Yeah. I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. To a fault. To a fault. And I feel like that is a great yes. quality in certain situations. Yes. And it is a terrible quality in others. Absolutely. Because, and it's crazy because Kay is not a type of person you about to walk all over. Like she is very much a, what did you say? Excuse me? You know, so she's mm-hmm. going to be like, hold on, you barking up the wrong tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she's going to be like, but don't worry about it. I understand. You know, and I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how do you understand that? <laughs> like, I understand the language, but I don't understand the behavior. Like, right. no, yeah. dismiss. You know, yeah. so like, Kate irritates me. Like, she, <laughs> I irritate myself. Like, I she's it. too nice. And I'm just like, and then it kind of goes back to, as a friend, I'm like, no, bump that. Like, right. you need to love yourself and be like, forget them because they don't know how to treat you. And then yeah. I become the attitude and a friend <laughs> because she's over here like, yeah, but. Yeah. So I get it though, like, but I I very much have two faces. I have two faces because you have the friend K, the nice, the person who benefit the doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be understanding as much as I can, and then you have the work K, mm-hmm. and that is a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I'm. You do a good job with separating. A lot of people yeah. don't do well with separating their work selves with their personal selves. Well, hard. you do pretty good. When I was at the jail, one thing good that I can find that I came out of that place was they did teach me, you know, you be fair, firm and consistent. Mm. And um, I've been able to take that with me for the rest of my career. And that's how I take work. Fair. I'm definitely fair because I'm fair all the way around, but, mm-hmm. but I'm firm and I consistent what I'm doing. So when I'm have that badge on yeah you know i'm gonna be fair to you but you're gonna do what i say as well you know what i mean and it's just not like that with my my regular life so i there's definitely two parts of me and i I try my best not to to blend it Mm -hmm. um before we move past this um, topic the one thing that i did want to um say when it comes to it, I know that it feels guilty when you put yourself first. And this is obviously not speaking to either one of you, but just women in general. Yeah. Um, when you have so many people, you know, reaching out to you that they need you to be strong and they need your help, whether that's kids, a significant other, your job, your friends, your mothers, parents in general. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. create an obligation like. Yeah. Um, but it's so important to love yourself first. And even to just understand the mindset, even if you're still learning exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, because so the way that I visualize it is if I have if I only put a little bit in my cup when someone else needs right. something, I don't have anything to give to you. Give you. Mm. you know what I'm saying? Whereas if I fill my cup up to the point where it's overflowing, that is now pouring into your cup. Right. But it's not taken away from me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I so still when have plenty I, left. Yes. Yeah, so when I put myself first and I give myself and I love myself to the point where because I had this issue with my husband. Right. I was f- putting all of this expectation on him. You are supposed to make me happy. You're supposed to give me all this love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when I started loving myself and being kind to myself and dating mm-hmm. myself, like mm-hmm. being 
comfortable with going without him. If you don't want to go, I'll just go and right. not making it an issue. Like it wasn't an issue. I'll, mm-hmm. It's okay. I'll go by myself. How how did you feel like the first time he was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out by myself. Like I'm just going to go sit at this restaurant and have this drink by myself. I literally had to for, and I'll tell you the first time I did it was McAllister's. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I had my Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I love to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and I just got me a soup and a spud and I had some um, tea. Like, and I just sat there yeah. and I remember the waitress like, is anyone joining you? And I was like, mm-hmm. no, like I'm just getting away. And she was just like, that's really cool. Like, yeah. and that's yeah. when it kind of resonated with me. Like women don't do that typically, yeah. nope. you know, because I don't want to feel awkward and blah, 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 blah. But honestly, it was like one of the best things I could have done. I think the first time with me, I was single (laughs) one of the times. And I was like, you know (laughs) what? I'm going to go to the movies. Right. Mm -hmm. And I went and I went to the movie and I went to the one out here. And I think it's a caramel. They have the drinks and whatever. And I went in there and I sat there and I watched the movie by myself. I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, there, nothing compares to going on a date with my husband. Yeah. It's, not. like, literally my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. But the moments where he's like, oh, I, mean, I worked all day. I just want to be at home. Right. It's like, you know, okay. But I, I still want to do it. But I want to go out because vice versa. So my husband works outside sunrise to sunset right i'm home all day with my children right now right and majority of it so he gets home and he can't wait to get home meanwhile i get off and i'm like oh i'm ready to go right now i don't like to drive <laughs> so i'm like Nigga, come on right like you need to come but i had to get to a point where it was just like it's not it's really not his responsibility right to make sure that i'm good internally you know what i'm saying yeah and for y'all out there that be like it is your husband's responsibility to love you and cater to you and da 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 da. Well, that too. That but. too, absolutely. But if I am unhappy with him, there's nothing he's going to be able to do to fix that. Absolutely. Exactly. He can. And my husband does spoil me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get pretty much what I want. He um, he caters to me. He'll love me. Like, my husband never bothered. Like, it doesn't bother him to show me affection. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I... I don't give that to myself. He can do all that all day long. And you still mm-hmm. feel and like I'm still alone and crap. Yeah. You know, I'm still mad at you for right. coming in at seven o'clock in, or seven o'clock at night and you were working. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, but you ain't got to work that long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have fights for everything. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's why I personally think that it's important, um, which kind of brings me to our last point for this episode. Um, how do you personally practice self-love? Um, did that change when you became a parent? Did it change when you became a significant other? Um, and if it did, how do you get back to it? And Nigel, you can go first this time. Um, so it definitely did change when I became a mom. Um, cause I became a mom young, um, 16 and then I think 20. So, um, I really never had any time for myself. I was always working mm-hmm. and my mindset is, um, to work and take care of my family. Mm-hmm. And it's always been that way. Like I've never, I always wanted to go back to school, but in school was just like, eh, I'm not going to do school. I just need to work. Mm-hmm. And then I got a decent job and I started making money and I was like, what am I going to go to school for? I'm already <laughs> making the money. Like this is stupid. Right. You know, so it's always been work. So with that being said, um, working and then being a mom and then it didn't being in a relationship 
it's like you go through this cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you go to work, you drop the kids off, you pick the kids up, you go home, you cook, you wash clothes, you clean the house, and, and you get up and you do that all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of lose, you know, you. Side of self. You, know, you lose side of self. And, you know, to have that now. So how I got that now, mm-hmm. um, it actually <laughs> really took my husband to show me that um, I don't need to be up under him. Mm-hmm. And by that was he would, he does his own thing. He he writes his RPG stuff, which is, you know, geeky stuff. You know, <laughs> he does his um, D&D, which is Dungeons and Dragons, another geeky thing. She taught me that, y'all. <laughs> He's a nerd, but I love this nerd. And within him doing those things, that, show, that showed me that, you know, hey, he and that stuff makes him so happy, right? And then that got me going like, okay, well, what makes you happy? Mm-hmm. Right? You know, I got into the cycle of you know just being mom and being sister and um, being daughter that I didn't know what I wanted it to do. Yeah, All right. So, so what are some of those things you do do now? Mm-hmm. Um, I found out that I really like sneakers, and I didn't know that I like sneakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is something serious. You know, yeah. it was nothing like I would never buy sneakers. Yeah. I would never buy sneakers for myself. I will mm-hmm. always buy sneakers for my daughter. Right. But I would never buy sneakers for myself because I felt bad for spending money on mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to spend money That's on such me. A serious I'm, thing I'm with horrible with that. And it was, oh so, it was so bad. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start buying me sneakers. I started getting, you know, jewelry. I started loving earrings. So I would wear, I cut my hair just so that I can do something different like all the time. So I would, I would do different things. For me, that will make me happy. So are you one of those people where a physical act, like you truly do receive, kind of like the love language, but with yourself, you know what I'm saying? So do you like gift, even though you gift it to yourself? All the time now. And you receive yeah. love that way. I like, truly love, receive it. I receive love through gifts. Mine's my my love language, and I love that you said love language. My love language to myself and to just, like, period, mm-hmm. is gifting because I love helping. I love sharing me. Mm-hmm. So by me giving myself something, that's just that was just the best thing that I can ever do. Man, I asked yeah. me and my husband try to figure out what our love languages was one night. And, you know, I told him what the five were, and I was like, what do you think my five are? And he was like, all of them. All of them. I can't even <laughs> pick two. And I was just like, uh, that means you're a little bit spoiled. Yeah. But it's like, you know, yeah. so once once I once I did that, th- those things and then, you know, and having time for myself, mm-hmm. like learning, like, okay, I wanted to do this boutique. Why did I want to do a boutique? Okay, mm-hmm. I like clothes. So yeah. I like right. buying clothes. So why not sell the clothes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then it's just like, you know, learning new things and and open up and actually reading i don't i hate reading i love it i don't like reading but it's like the best thing in the world it is but now i know now i like it before yeah. right like, but I you had to learn had, that i had to learn that i never yeah. had i never had time to if you were to tell me hey let's go to barnes and noble and sit and, and read 10 years ago i would look like crazy <laughs> now i'm like Sure. Absolutely. I would have been like, we can't be friends. <laughs> Starbucks. Make sure we have some Starbucks, too. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's just little stuff like that. Okay. It's okay. Um, I know you don't have kids, but obviously you've been in relationships. You yeah. are very much um, a tear, a care, a tear, a caretaker. Some people can say I'm a tear. Yeah. <laughs> a caretaker. Like, even yeah. with your parents. Like, yeah. So... 
Kay makes me look so trash when it comes to being a uh, a child <laughs> or a kid. Um, she like every Sunday she goes and sits with their dad and. Then she's like, and then these days I'm with my mom. And I was like, I FaceTimed my mom today, <laughs> I think. And I was just like, you're such an awesome kid. Yeah, I got to get better at that. Um, but, okay, so, okay, how do you practice self-love um, even with being in a relationship, with being that caretaker when you mm-hmm. typically put yourself first? What do you do currently or what do you want to do to show yourself self-love? Um. Like I said a little bit earlier, it's really hard for me to find self-love sometimes. And I don't don't necessarily know why, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's always something that's, I've always just been like last on the list. But Mm -hmm. what I am trying to do is, um, I've just noticed I've I've started doing this like at work, Um, like before I go home. Like, mm-hmm. before I go home and have to still give my energy to somebody else, like, I might stay in the car for an extra 20 minutes mm-hmm. and just listen to music or just, even if it's just scrolling through Facebook or any he other social media. used to piss media. me off as a kid. My mama used to do that. Husband's I'm like, girl, you know that I've been waiting for you to get in this door. <laughs> I stay next to the window. But, that, like, but that's why people do house. it. It's because I know yeah. when I get in here, I have to take care right. of you. So mm-hmm. let me just give myself this little minute so I get it. Right. Um sometimes you just have to decompress and that that can be self-love sometimes just to decompress um um also you know i need to get my my butt back into the gym i i pay for it every month lord my my bank account's like are you ever like Mm-hmm. You know, you ever gonna go to the gym? But see, um, I just recently I started working out, and that's why I said because I've spent so much money and not went. I yeah, was like, I if too. I can do at home workouts for a month, I'll go back. Yeah, I won't even do homework. I can't even do it right now. Like I need, I'm the type of person that needs somebody to do it with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I need like a group thing. Like yeah. if we do, like if we do a group thing, I'll definitely do it because I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, it's a little guys, we are going to be, um, we are putting something together where we're gonna kind of have subgroups within the group. Um, mm-hmm. so like a book club for one of them, a yeah. fitness club for one. So we are putting that stuff together. So stay tuned. Um, but okay. So you're, so for you, for me, I, I know I, when I was, I, I had some, um, female issues a lot growing up. Um, so, um, I had some pain when it came to being a, a physical activity, but, uh, I was always an athlete when I was an athlete, I was a gym rat. Like mm-hmm. when I was in my when I was 16 to about true 21, mm-hmm. I was a gym rat. I love the gym. I love the way the gym made me feel. And then um, I went through some medical stuff and I gained a bunch of weight and that was no longer fun for me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I want to get back into enjoying going to the gym because the, the part of the gym, that first 15 minutes sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah, but afterwards, yeah, mm-hmm. those endorphins, that high is amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. that cardio. And that warm-up sucks. Back. Yeah, that warm-up <laughs> yeah. sucks. It'd be that. It sucks. Get on that cardio for that 10, 15. That, I'd be like, you know what? I'll stay fat. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'll eat half a burger. And right. The other half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the fact that Nyjah just brought up a burger, let me tell y'all <laughs> the bullshit I went through. Ooh. Okay, so I've been on a diet for about two weeks, um, and I'm trying to make some life changes, but... Mm. 
I'm really getting serious about eating healthy. Meanwhile, my husband's walking in the living room with a whole container of Twizzlers. <laughs> but I'm working on my diet and mm-hmm. I'm trying to do all this other stuff. So for the first two weeks, like this whole two weeks, today was my first day eating a burger. Mm-hmm. I ate a breadless burger. <laughs> if you don't know. Y'all, she was mad. She was cussing I the was burger. pissy. <laughs> Like who the fuck sits there and eat a patty and some cheese? Like it was, <laughs> it was madness. Like I was so pissed. And then meanwhile they in here with these nice drinks that got all this flavor. Talking about oh you don't need it. And I just want to be like kiss my ass, okay? But that was support, and I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Once I got through it, it wouldn't. You're giving yourself self love. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't give myself self love. I don't call it that. I just that's not what mine is. Okay. What is it? No, that's just, I don't want to be fat no more. That's just, that's not self-love for me, though. For me, my self-love, to be honest, I it's a very, very recent thing. Now, I have always loved myself to the point where I, I think I've known, oh my, if y'all hear firecrackers, I'm sorry. Please mind it. Um, but for me, it is something that I've definitely learned recently. I have always known my worth. Yeah. Um, I've always been able to tell myself, Mm-mm, you don't deserve that. I'm not about to put up with that mm-hmm. on to the next thing or whatever. Um, so I've never allowed my, I've never been insecure mm-hmm. as far as like for a long period of time. Yeah. There's been moments obviously, but, um, I'm not a really insecure person. Um, I don't beat up on myself a lot. I'm yeah. always trying to get better. So for me, it was trying to sit down and be like, okay, you always can set these goals, you know? And I know that I'm capable of achieving them, and yeah. I want to be at this statue in my um, in my career. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm a good wife. But I was like, if I took no one else in consideration, right? Like, and if I looked at no one else's standards, whether that's society, my husband's, my children's, if I didn't care what anybody thought, what would I be doing? Mm-hmm. And for the life of me, I couldn't answer it. It was yeah. just like, I don't fucking know. Like at yeah. that point, what do I your do? Your identity is a wife, a mother. And, and it's been that like because so I'm only 26 I'm just now about to be 27 in November mm-hmm. and so and I was a mother at 18 mm-hmm. so I feel like the true years of self-discovery I never got to tap into yeah. yeah um and so now my kids are getting older like our youngest is two she'll be three in February and I'm starting to be able to take a little bit more time because my older kids are starting to be very self-sufficient yeah um I know certain things about myself. Like, I know I love to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to drink. <laughs> I am not an alcoholic, and I do not drink every weekend. Oh, don't judge me. I drink every weekend. <laughs> I do not. Don't be getting on there talking shit. Um, but I do love to drink. I love being with my sisters. I love going on dates. My husband's not a dater, though. Yeah. Like, he be having the ideas, but he be like, but this new movie just came out. We can rent it. <laughs> At home. At home. <laughs> and I can eat all the snacks that I want to. <laughs> and so like me and my husband have totally different ideas like i'm like oh my god you're such a big ass kid and then he'd be like oh my god who wants to sit in front of a candle and eat like we can't do that shit at home like, so it really mm-hmm. just took me having to be still like yeah. that's my issue yes, and be still. i can't watch tv now because i feel disgusting afterwards like mm. and that's because i think you always feel like being you need a mom to be moving and a wife something and accomplishing something i i love to check shit off of the to to do list yeah and so for me it was like 
I would get mad at my husband when he would turn on a show that gets me wrapped into it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck are we just sitting here watching this dumbass show? And then now Binging I got to get up and wash clothes. Yeah. So for me, it was being still. Um, Nija, kind of like what you pointed out, I am very spiritual. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I just like to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that makes me feel good, and it's not necessarily about me, is being thankful. Yeah. When I tell you I stop and say thank you, God, so many times a day, yeah. like in random moments too. Like I remember somebody in the store thought I was talking to them, and I was like, oh, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to God. And I like I kept <laughs> going. I was like, she probably think I'm crazy, but. Like, I'm serious, like, thank you for bringing my husband home. You know, thank you for my kids waking up. Yeah. And even now, I'm still like, oh, my God, thank you for this couch. Like, thank you for this house. Like, it's, like, truly. Gratitude. Gratitude. And that makes me feel good. And that's one of the things that kind of make me be kind to myself. Because sometimes I'll stop and I actually got it from my grandmother. Mm -hmm. You know, God rest her soul. Like, I'll take a moment where it's like. I'll stop and I'll look at everything that I've got that I've gotten recently. And I'm like, God, I'm not only making it, but Mm -hmm. I'm progressing. Right. You know? And so for me, I realized at first I didn't, I thought it was a society thing. Progression is important to me. Mm -hmm. It's like truly something that's important to me and not just financially, but happiness. You know what I'm saying? So I know that we talked about, like my family, uh, the people in my family with addiction, we've mm. talked about me being a mother. We've talked about all these different things. And I'm not willing to sacrifice my progression for anybody. And that's something that I've recently discovered. Yeah. Um, and so ultimately what I personally want to leave with, and then obviously, you know, as always, Kay and I will leave you out with a tidbit too, is... When it comes to loving her, meaning you, mm-hmm. be patient, mm-hmm. be kind, mm-hmm. forgive yourself, be understanding, and treat you like you would treat your best friend, like you would treat your significant other, like you would treat yeah. your child. That's what I will end it with. Yeah. I would say be still. Yeah. Be mm-hmm. patient. Love on you. Love on you hard. Yeah. And the way that you're going to receive it. And the way that you're going to receive it. Love on you. And don't be sad or depressed when you give yourself something. Because you deserve it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, it's going to be just piggybacking off of you guys. Is to know your worth. And don't let anybody else tell you that you aren't worth you Mm -hmm. and it's okay to not know sometimes Mm. it's okay not to know who you are or what you need to be but as long as you're going forward and you're striving to try to be better that's that can be enough so that's what I'm leaving with you guys. I'm leaving sorry. I was a little distracted. He in there eating my healthy food for this diet. He didn't <laughs> eat Twizzlers and now he eating my apple knowing I can't eat no damn Twizzlers. Um, but if you have not already, please follow our show on Spotify. Um, we are also now on Google Podcast. Um, we're on several different things. We'll post it on our social media page. If you are not following us on Facebook, please do. Our Facebook page is So Let's Talk About It. And we are going to be releasing um, new episodes on Mondays. And as always, we love you guys.
Bye. Bye. Peace.